Thank you for joining us on the Morning Mayor Show, which now we step aside for Ask the Professionals. We have Paige and Tiffany in from Phelps Health for that, and uh, thank you for joining us this morning. Good morning. Absolutely. Super happy to be here for Ask the Professionals. I'm your host, Paige Heitman, and today we have one of my personal favorites, Tiffany Henry. Good morning. Good morning. So Tiffany is our Phelps Health Comprehensive Breast Center Coordinator, and I think last time you were on the show, man, it's been a year probably. It has been. And usually every October, we, we get the chance to see you. We're very lucky in that way. Yeah. <laughs> we get to get together once, it, once a year at least. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh, when the full moon strikes, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so before we dive into our show today, tell us a little bit about um, your time at Phelps Health, what brought you here, why you chose to work in healthcare. So I, um, first of all, I'm a, I'm a, I'm the nurse with the yep. breast center. So I'm, I have a bachelor's degree in nursing. I, I've done most of my education here in Rolla, mm-hmm. which is one of the reasons why I chose Phelps Health. I wanted to be able to give back to my community. I, I've grown up here and I just really mm-hmm. love this area. And Phelps Health is a fantastic employer in the area, and they've provided me with a lot of opportunities to advance my career. They actually um, supported me through my bachelor's degree mm-hmm. and. Um, I, I very much enjoy what I do. I love the people that I work with, and I just really feel blessed to be a part of the Phelps Health team. I love that. That's fantastic. I'll even echo your statement. They supported me through my master's, and it's it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a great team, great organization. So today we are talking about breast cancer awareness, which is a really hot topic in October, right? Yes, absolutely. Why breast is, Cancer Awareness Month. R- exactly, right? Who would have thought? Yeah. <laughs> Why is breast cancer awareness so important? Why do, we, why do we spend a whole month talking about it? Well, because there's still a lot of individuals within our community and within the, mm-hmm. within the United States that that you would think everybody would be aware. We've done this for many, many years, but there's still a lot of women who do not get their annual mammogram. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the the last statistic that I saw was about 30% of women in um, Phelps County don't get their mammogram yearly. So um, it's still important and it's still relevant and we need to encourage women to get out and get that done. What's a good percentage that we would like to see whenever we talk about people getting mammograms? 100%. (laughs) (laughs) But what's realistic? Realistic. I mean, I would say... I, I don't know, 90%, I mm-hmm. guess, I would like to see everyone. Yeah, we've got but, some room to grow, Yeah, right? we've got quite a bit of room mm-hmm. to grow, yeah. So what is breast cancer? So breast cancer is a type of cancer where cells in the breast tissue divide and grow without um, the normal controls that stop the tissue dividing and, um, you know, it can cause some mm-hmm. problems. Let's dive even a little bit deeper into that. How many women will get breast cancer in their lifetime? So about one in eight is the statistic that everyone shares. Every, I bet everybody's heard that a million mm-hmm. times. Um, so one in eight women will get breast cancer within their lifetime. So. Yeah, and um, every year, I know we'll get into this a little bit later, we offer 50 free mammograms in October. So out of those 50 free mammograms, there will be, based on the statistic, a handful of women that will need further screenings for further Mm -hmm. evaluations, right? Absolutely. Yep, there always is every year. And what are the different types of breast cancer? Can can we talk a, a little bit about the different types of stages that there are? So breast cancer, there's there's a lot of different types of breast cancer and with uh, the advancements in genetic technology and everything, it, we're finding out even more and more. But the, the basic, the more common types you're going to see are your um, like ductal carcinoma in situ. So you're um, not... Um, what am I trying to say? Your cancers that haven't invaded outside mm-hmm. of the um, ductal tissue or lobular tissue or your invasive cancers. And so your ductal um, carcinomas begin in the ducts and then they ev- evade out if they become invasive. Mm-hmm. And your lobular carcinomas start in 
your lobules, which is the breast producing um, glandular tissue, and the ducts are what take the milk to the nipple. So um, those are the main two types. There's some other kinds called like phylloides tumors, which uh, begin in the connective tissue of the breast. Mm -hmm. There's Paget's disease, which um, starts in the ducts and then invades to the skin. Um, there's um, inflammatory breast cancer, which um, a lot of women, you know, that's what they think of when they think of breast cancer, like the very hot red and um, skin changes, but that's actually a very rare type of breast cancer. Um, it's actually pretty aggressive, um, seen a lot of times in your younger women. And then triple negative, which is a, a very um, aggressive type of breast cancer. So there's there's quite a few different um, types. Um, those are some of your main main ones. Whenever we talk about those different types of breast cancer, do they feel different? Because we'll get into this later too, whenever we talk about screenings and doing self-evaluations. Whenever women do self-evaluations, are they going to feel different or does it all kind of feel the same? So ideally we want to catch things before you can mm -hmm. feel them. Um, so, but no, so it's kind of hard to say because it can present in all different types of mm -hmm. ways. But uh, when, when women feel something, typically what they're feeling is a hard, small, non-movable mass. So it's very firm. It almost feels like, I would say like a rock mm -hmm. when, when you feel it in your, in your breast mm -hmm. tissue. So, but ideally we don't want to be feeling anything. We want to detect it early to where your treatment options mm -hmm. are greater and um, you have uh, a lot less treatment that you need. Yeah, you have greater possibility for a positive outcome. Yes, absolutely. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Which again is why it's so important to get screenings. We're really going to hammer this home today for all of our listeners. <laughs> you need to go and get a screening. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> what are the risk factors for developing breast cancer? So the ones that people normally think of are like your genetics. So there's a lot of genes that uh, you can inherit that can cause breast cancer. Mm -hmm. um, so like BRCA1, BRCA2, there's some check 2 mutations. Your, your more common ones are the BRCA1 and BRCA2. That's the one that that everybody hears about a lot of people mm -hmm. um, if they end up having a family history they're gonna have mm -hmm. have this mutation but actually about 80% of women who have breast cancer don't have any family history at all I hear that I actually hear that a lot of patients like well I don't I don't need mm -hmm. to get my mammogram every year because I have no family history well turns out you do <laughs> because the majority of women actually do not have a family history of breast cancer um, so another risk factor is actually just being female um, mm -hmm. you know, that puts you at an increased risk for breast cancer. Mm -hmm. About only 1% of males uh, develop breast cancer in their lifetime. Um, age, as you get older, the more likely you are to develop breast cancer. Um, and then having a personal history of breast cancer, um, obviously that increases your risk mm -hmm. too. So. Yeah, but like you said, 80% of women that's insane. I don't know if you could see the shock on my face when yeah. you said that. Yeah. yeah, about 80% don't have any family history. So so what are the symptoms and risks that are associated with breast cancer? Let's talk about, um, I know that you said like a lump, a hard knot. What are some of those other things that we should be looking for? Okay, so like a lump or hard knot or kind mm -hmm. of thickening of the skin. You can even, Yeah, you said orange peel. Let's yeah, talk about that. Yeah, orange peel, like poda orange is a very... Um, common when you see mm -hmm. um, inflammatory breast cancer. Yeah. You see a lot of ladies in the very bright red um, swelling skin tissue, mm -hmm. um, dimpling or puckering of the skin. So um, the breast cancer is actually growing and it's retracting the tissue in and causing the dimpling that you'll see. Um, 
with um, your Paget's disease, sometimes you'll see um, like itchy, scaly sores around the nipple, mm-hmm. um, pulling in of your nipple. So like nipple inversion. So you'll all this a new inverted nipple, and then uh, nipple discharge is another thing that we we sometimes see, and we would recommend any new nipple discharge that you're having, you come in and have that evaluated, mm-hmm. or new pain. Um, but actually, the majority of women have no symptoms, and we catch them on a screening mammogram. Which, again, I'm going to hammer this point one more time, and probably ten more times. <laughs> this is why screenings are so important. Absolutely. This is why mammograms are so important. Mm-hmm. If someone does have cancer, what are their treatment options locally? So we have a fantastic <clears throat> cancer center and a great team of folks. Uh, we have um, the DDCI um Cancer Institute. Um, we have oncologists, radiation therapy. We have surgeons available. We have a whole multiple multiple disciplinary team that is there to help you through your way. And what is Phelps Health doing in honor of Breast Cancer Awareness Month? So every year we partner with the foundation for Phelps Health, and we give away fifty free three D mm-hmm. mammograms um, to uninsured women in our area or underinsured women. Um, so I believe we still have slots available for that. Uh, we have them available at our Rolla and our Waynesville sites. And if you know anybody that's uninsured or underinsured, please send them our way. We are happy to help them um, get a screening mammogram. So let's talk about what a mammogram is for a minute, and then let's dive into what a 3D mammogram is. What is a mammogram? So a mammogram is just a a low-dose x-ray that we use to obtain pictures of your breast tissue. Um, Part of the mammogram is compression, which is everybody's favorite. So we use compression to hold that tissue still so we can get um, good imaging um, because breast tissue can... um, appear blurry sometimes and it's harder for the x-rays to penetrate if you if you have a lot of movement and we want good clear pictures so that's what that compression is for but that's uh, how we get our our pictures and how and the pictures go to the radiologist who mm-hmm. reviews those and uh, we're looking for breast cancer so whenever you say compression it's not just like a clap and painful right it's like a very slow it's deliberate slow, process gradual. we um our machines actually mm-hmm. have what we call um Optos, they they tell you the optimal level of compression mm-hmm. for each breast. So it's kind of uh, per person, and um, the the techs do it very slowly and uh, work with you to make it a comfortable experience. Yeah, I, I love that. I love debunking that myth because I think there's a huge misconception that you're going to go in for a mammogram and it's going to be really painful and they're just going to squish your boobs. There's no yeah. other good way to say that. <laughs> oh yeah, we hear we hear the flat as a pancake a lot. Uh-huh. We, we get that joke yes. quite a bit. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so what is 3D mammography? Let's talk about that. So 3D mammography is a newer technology that uh, allows us to take um, multiple images of your breast in, in different dimensions and different slices that allows us to recreate a 3D image that the radiologist can flip through like a book and look at thin slices similar to like a, if you've ever seen a CAT scan where we can look at those thin slices of the breast tissue and identify abnormalities. Um, they have about a 30 to 40% higher cancer detection rate so they are a great tool. Um, they're very beneficial for women with dense breast tissue which is about 40% of women um, to help identify abnormalities. So why do we even have to get mammograms? Why can't I just go into my OBGYN or my primary care provider and just say, hey, can't you just tell 
if I have it from just a physical breast exam? So because mammograms help us detect things early. So actually a mammogram can detect breast cancer up to two years before you would ever be able to feel something, which is ideal. Mm -hmm. So when you're feeling something, typically that means that it is a more invasive cancer and you're gonna need um, a lot more treatment. So getting that yearly mammogram reduces the risk that you would need more invasive treatment. Mm -hmm. I love yeah. that, great points made. When should women start to get screened? Uh, we recommend yearly after age 40. Um, however, if you have a first degree family member, so we're talking like mother, sister, daughter, uh, father who developed breast cancer, um, so say your mom had breast cancer at age 35, we would recommend 10 years before your earliest first degree family member had breast cancer, but not before age 25. Mm -hmm. So um, there is a, uh, instances where you would need to have a mammogram earlier. And how important are self-breast exams? Let's talk about that for a minute. So they don't typically recommend the strenuous breast exam mm -hmm. anymore. They recommend uh, breast self-awareness. So that's knowing what your breasts normally look and feel like. So to me, that involves feeling your breasts, um, doing you know an exam and having a good idea on a normal basis what they feel like so you can report any changes that you see mm -hmm. um, to your physician. And uh, so I think that they are very important. Yeah. yeah, at my last OB appointment, I thought it was really interesting because he gave me the same bit of education that I don't think I've had before, which was really interesting. So is that new information that we've gotten that we don't do the, the hard breast self-exam that we just basically are are looking for things that, that feel different? Mm -hmm. And then we have that conversation with our primary yes. care provider, our OB. Um, that happened a few years ago when mm -hmm. they, they started recommending that. Yeah, very cool. Um, what can women expect when they come to the Comprehensive Breast Center for a mammogram? Because I know sometimes that can be uncomfortable for, for a lot of people. So you can expect some pretty friendly faces. Mm -hmm. We have a great team. Yes. Um, my secretary, Roxana, everybody knows her. She has been there for years. Uh -huh. So she greets you with a smile and gets you checked in. And then I have some fantastic technologists that have mm -hmm. many years of experience that are more than well willing to talk you through the experience. Mm -hmm. um, we bring you back to your own private area to change. We have we used to have a communal waiting area before mm -hmm. COVID, but now we keep yeah. everybody in their own little private area. We clean in between. Um, we provide robes for you to be comfortable. Um, we ask that you don't wear lotions, powders, or deodorants. That's one thing that people mm -hmm. kind of forget about because deodorant, that's a habit. Um, but uh, the deodorant can actually show up as an it can look like an abnormality on wow. your mammogram. So that's that's why we ask you not to do that because we don't want to have to call you back for more imaging that's unnecessary. But you come in, um, the test itself takes about 10 to 15 minutes, and then you're on your way for, for a screening mammogram. Now, diagnostic workup is going to take more like an hour to an hour and a half. The radiologist actually normally speaks with you or you have an idea of your test results before you leave. And if you need any further imaging, we would do that all same day. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Yeah, even you're sitting here and I love this because you are so friendly. You are so inviting. You have <laughs> so you. much knowledge that I feel like if I, if and when I need to go in to have this this type of screening done, I would feel very comfortable. Yes, that's um, that's our goal. We want we want everybody to feel comfortable. Yes. It's an uncomfortable exam, mm -hmm. so to have somebody that's that's really good at and on your team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it makes a difference. Yep. Um, what if the tests come back and they indicate a potential problem? What are the next steps? So the next step would be um, depending upon the radiologist recommendation, like a diagnostic mammogram or mm. a breast ultrasound. So we would get you scheduled for that and you would come in and like I said, the radiologist reviews your images that day. A lot of times we were if 
he will speak with you about your test results and uh, make his recommendations mm-hmm. from there if you would need a, a biopsy mm-hmm. or if you would just need to come back in six months for a follow-up or if you if you if it's fine and you're good to go home. Mm-hmm. So is that kind of the, the difference between just a regular screening and a diagnostic? Mm-hmm. Is a diagnostic, okay, here are our next step based on what yes. your screening looked yep. like? Yep, absolutely. Very cool. What type of services are offered at the Comprehensive Breast Center? Because we use the word comprehensive. What does that mean? So we can take you from screening mm-hmm. to diagnosis, basically. So we do a vast um, mm-hmm. amount of services. So we offer screenings, we offer 3D imaging, we offer diagnostic imaging, breast mm-hmm. ultrasound, uh, stereotactic biopsy. And yeah, all. let's talk I'd about that. That's a new service. Our, we, um, so we've offered stereo for years, but we got a brand new 3D stereotactic mm-hmm. biopsy unit. Thank you to the auxiliary for that. They have <laughs> claps for them. They they provided us uh-huh. with the funds to secure that amazing technology, and it is state of the art. It mm-hmm. is probably the only one in anywhere near Rolla. So mm-hmm. it is it is amazing. It has an upgraded tabletop, so it's real. Wow. Cushy, much more comfortable mm-hmm. than our old table. Um, it's a prone table, so you you lie, lie on your stomach. So you can imagine you want you want some comfort there, and your breast falls through a hole, and you kind of work through. Mm-hmm. So it, it it can be kind of a, a daunting procedure. So to have that extra level of comfort and um, the new technology makes the procedure much quicker. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is it is. It's nice. <laughs> it's nice. We love that thing. Um, so we also perform ultrasound guided mm-hmm. biopsies. Uh, we can do uh, needle localizations mm-hmm. pre-surgery. So if you have something that needs to be removed surgically, we, we localize the area for the surgeon. And uh, we perform galactograms. Uh, a lot of people don't know what those are. But yeah, help me understand. So a galactogram is a workup for nipple discharge. Okay. So we thread a tiny catheter into the duct of your nipple, or the radiologist does. Uh, we inject contrast and uh-huh. we take imaging to see if there what is causing the nipple yeah. discharge. If there if there's like a filling defect or a papilloma blocking your duct. So very that's amazing. Can I like walk a mile in your shoes for a day whenever you go do that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's 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 a it's a very very um, interesting test mm-hmm. and. Um, we are our breast fellowship trained radiologist is fantastic yes yeah Yeah, I've heard really great things about him um a couple more questions before we wrap up Mm -hmm. how is Phelps Health providing greater access to empower women to to really take control of their health outcomes so I think you know along with 50 free mammograms we also you know we really encourage screenings we encourage our providers to encourage their patients to do screenings mm-hmm. we try to be very available uh, we, we offer mm-hmm. walk-in appointments as needed and uh, we just really try to accommodate patients to get in to get those screening mm-hmm. mammograms um, in addition I mean any time of the year not just in October we we have services and I, I work with other other um, funding sources like Show Me Healthy Women to get women the access to the healthcare mm-hmm. that they need. So. Yeah, well, and the education because you're here today, right? Yeah, You've absolutely. been doing stuff all month and even before this oh, to yeah. prepare for October. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I love that. I think that's awesome. How can someone make an appointment with you? What does that look like? So it's really easy. Um, so <laughs> my chart, you can get if you have my chart mm-hmm. account, you can get on and you can make your own appointment, which is really. Fun. You don't even have to talk to anyone. You don't even have to talk that's to anyone. Perfect anybody. for it's, someone like yes, me. Yes, <laughs> as long as you, um, as long as you're not having any symptoms, um, you can make a screening mammogram appointment via my chart. If you have a 
if you need um, a diagnostic mammogram, so you have a symptom like a breast pain, breast lump, anything like that, you would need to go through your physician's office to get an order to get set up for that. And uh, if you're if you're not a my chart person, you can use uh, centralized scheduling. You just mm-hmm. call their number, which is four five eight seven seven three seven, which is the five seven three area code, um, to make your appointment, um, and they'll be happy to get you set up. Awesome. Tiffany, thank you so much for being here today. You are always so much fun to have on our radio show. You are a wealth of knowledge. I have learned so much about the Breast um, Center and everything that you guys do. Yes, thank you. You guys are awesome. Thank you for having me. I always enjoy it. No problem. Um, Today we've been speaking with Phelps Health Comprehensive Breast Center Coordinator Tiffany Henry. Um, If you missed part of the show and would like to listen to it again, please visit phelpshealth.org.